Welcome back to another episode of Electic Entertainment. This is season two. We are now in 2022 and we have a lot of things that we have in store for you this year. We, uh, we're going to start this year off just by talking about what is our New Year's resolutions, um, kind of wrapped around physical media and movies. Talk a little bit about what we anticipate uh, or want to see coming out this year. Things that we do know that are hitting the movie theaters uh, or some of the streaming platforms, uh, but uh, also most importantly, what's hitting physical media, because it looks like we've got maybe another big year for 2022 uh, that's coming our way. So I'm your host, Chris. With me again, as always, is my co-host, Ryan. What's going on, Ryan? Happy New Year, too. Yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah, uh, there's a lot going on a lot to discuss and I, I can't wait to get into it yeah so uh here we are we're in we're in 2022 uh we're we're at the start of the year we have a lot to look forward to but kind of what what's your new year's resolution going into this year yeah so i'd say my new year's resolution would be so this past year i've uh, kind of started buying up a lot more physical media um kind of by the volume now and my collection has gotten quite large so i'm hoping at some point i would like to this year is to possibly put together to maybe build like a a decent looking display shelf or a display stand because right now i kind of got my collection like all my physical copies of Mm -hmm. movies they're kind of tucked away in cabinets and whatnot so they're not really you know you can't see them so uh, they're hidden away so i'd like to at some point get them up out and be able to just you know look at them so um, that's what i'm wanting to do maybe put together a neat display for uh, my collection now it's not you know huge but you know it, every few weeks i'm still continue continuously buying things so yeah. i yeah i want to put something together that yeah. um it makes you it know. makes it tough i ended up well this past year cuz i i just started kind of collecting more than ever had like we've always collected movies and whatnot but this past couple probably not even couple years just the last year and a half maybe uh really started getting into uh collecting the physical media because i i guess my own fault just didn't realize all of the boutique labels that were out there and all of the the good uh media that they were putting out on a physical platform and and just kind of coming to that and realizing uh what all they are putting out but also some of the things that i missed over gosh like i've i've bought some things that are hard to get uh, but obviously had to pay a little bit more for that but i know a lot of guys and and ladies that talk on youtube or uh, do podcasts and talk about physical media have been collecting a while and and they've got some pretty neat things in their collection the problem i ran into just like you're talking about is you get it, it kind of builds up pretty quickly and then it's hard to remember and find where you have stuff so i did that this past year like built a couple shelves i've got like an office space that i used um it's kind of an entertainment room i guess you could call it uh that i used when i was working remote and then kind of now that I'm back in the office, it's a place to go to to uh, kick on a movie and just kind of relax a little bit. But I ended up having to do the shelving thing because it was like, gosh, I had these stacking up and I didn't have a place to put them. But after doing that, it made it a lot easier to find the films that I was wanting to watch because I've got a lot in the collection I haven't watched yet. And then trying to go back and think, okay, do I have that movie and dig through all that stuff made it hard. So what I ended up doing after building the shelf, um, started looking for like, movie apps because i got to the point where it was like 
I'd go to a used Blu-ray store, pick up a Blu-ray, and then come to find out I already owned it. So it was like there were a couple instances (laughs) where I had duplicates of things. And I was like, I got to get better control of this and start like inventorying it. So I took some time over uh, this past, well, it was probably late fall going into winter. Um, and I just started scanning in everything that I've got to really kind of have an inventory of all the movies that are in the collection. So I did find, um, cause there's several apps out there, but the app that I ended up going with, which was recommended by uh, quite a few people because it's very easy to use. Um, it's from blu-ray.com and you can get, it's a free okay. app in the app store. Uh, so if you're looking for it, just go in, um, to the app store hit blu-ray uh blu-ray.com and it should pull up like a icon it's like a square uh blue square with a white b in it that will be uh the app that i use to keep track of all of the movies that are in my collection so it's really easy probably 75 percent of what i've got has been able to be scanned with the barcode scanner and it gives you all the information uh but there were some that for some reason it didn't want to pick it up in the scanner so you can hit search and just just type in the name of the movie and it will pull that right up and then you can add that into your collection. So it makes it a lot easier. Like if you're out looking at like a a disc replay or a used movie store near you and you don't know if you got it or not, this is a good way to make sure that you're not getting duplicates. So you can go in, uh, you can categorize it or filter it any way you want. So if you're actually like browsing at a store, you can scan the barcode and it'll pull it up and it'll say that's in your collection or it's not. And then it makes it a lot easier to know kind of what's there. And then the nice thing about it is uh, it'll kind of categorize it by Blu-ray, 4K, DVD, even like the digital format you can upload in here through like iTunes and other uh, digital platforms that you use. It'll keep track of all that, but then it also links those over to different like uh, Blu-ray.com, which will link to other things that gives you more details of each of the movies. So I found that to be very useful um, after I kind of went through and built the shelf and got everything kind of where it's displayed and you can get to it easily. Uh, that really helped with kind of categorizing and knowing what I've got in the collection. So I would recommend that too. Once you get get the shelves going, kind of get things situated, start doing like an inventory yeah. on it, and it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, you know, I yeah, I never knew that that app existed. So yeah, that would make it definitely more convenient. And so, but I've seen a lot of people's collections where yeah, they they have them. You know, they're so organized and you know they have them alphabetized or by genre or by actor or director or you know just in that having it in order just makes it nice because it's easier to pull that title that you're looking for yeah because yeah i've I've ran into it to where so many things that i bought is they're just shoved up in front of things (laughs) that i've owned you know over these past couple years so yeah, it's, it's something that, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing at some point this year is getting them all, you know, in chronological order and having yeah. just something neat to look at. Because, yeah, yeah our, these collections, not only it's our hobby, but it's something you, you cherish. So you kind of want to show that off a little bit. So. Yeah, and like I say, uh, as you collect, you, you end up getting things in the collection that are pretty valuable uh, because a lot of stuff like we collect with boutique labels or some of the harder to, to get things go out of print and they just it's, just, it's crazy how much some of those things sell for when they do go out of print. Um, so, I mean, some of the stuff you got in the collection ends up becoming valuable, surprisingly. And sometimes you'd be surprised at the titles that 
end up going for quite a bit of money. But yeah, I, I, it's, it's tough, like how to categorize them and uh, put them on the shelves. I know a lot of people do it a lot of different ways. I found that the easiest way for me was to do it kind of by label and then like all the yeah. Scream Factory stuffs together and then try to alphabetize that a little bit, which makes it easier to get to the movie you want to you want to watch quickly because the worst thing is trying to look for something that you want to watch and you're just looking at all these movies. It's like, man, I just don't want to sort through all of them. So trying to get them in some sort of uh, category, alphabetize or what have you by, by label or genre makes it easier just to grab something that you're looking for and go. So uh, building up the collection even more, building uh, some shelving to get it displayed. That sounds like a, a pretty good resolution for the year. I'm, I probably will do similar. Um, keep building the collection a little bit. I may dial it back just a little. I don't know, because one of my uh, resolutions is to save a little bit more, invest maybe a little bit more. So we'll see how that goes, because I'm, I'm like you. There's a lot of good stuff that comes out, and you want to get it when you can, because sometimes it ends up selling out quickly, which yeah. brings me to... Um, kind of what what we've picked up lately we haven't done that for a little bit because we've had right. some a little bit longer shows that we've done uh longer episodes but i know we've picked up uh quite a few things over the last several weeks and i just wanted to share a couple things that i had picked up one that had gotten released this past year in 2021 which was a volume two of a uh previous release that got released in 2020 that is now out of print that I wish I would have picked up at that time I just wasn't collecting like I was and it has it had a really good um selection of movies in it so I got volume two because it went at a pretty big discount on Amazon so I jumped on it I didn't I wasn't really planning to get it but it's the uh, Columbia Classics collection in 4k I'll just share with you the volume two that I got. It just came in this past week. It actually has six movies, Anatomy of a Murder, Oliver, Taxi Driver, Stripes, Sense and Sensibility, and The Social Network. It comes in a, a nice, like, heavy-duty, sturdy case with, like, a, I don't think it's a 100-page book, but close to it, uh, hardback, uh, all in a, a big set with digital movies of each of those so volume two collection yeah i got it i think it with the uh discount and with they had like a coupon you could click on and i ended up getting it for like 75 bucks it retails for like 165 or 175 something like that the first volume which i wish i would have gotten it because it has a couple movies that I, I would really like to get in 4K. Right now, you can't get them in 4K outside of the set in that collection. Now, I think they've started to release, I think, one of the movies out of that first volume, which I have on a, a Criterion Blu-ray, um, but I don't have it in... I think it's a 4K scan, but not. Um, it's not obviously a 4K disc. But it is... Dr. Strangelove, um, and I got it used, the cr Criterion Blu-ray. Uh, yes, it is a 4K scan, but it's on Blu-ray. Uh, so they released that out of Volume 1 on a 4K. Uh, so that was one that I wanted to get. Uh, the other 
two that I wanted out of that set was uh, one that we'll talk about in an upcoming episode, uh, which we talked quite a bit about on a sports episode that we'll be dropping in early in season two here. Um, but it was a league of their own on 4K. And uh, the oh. other one that I wanted to get, I have on a Blu-ray that's a 4K scan, is Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. So it's got James Stewart in it. And I really like that movie. I don't know if you, have you ever watched that? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah it's a, a classic. It is a yeah. classic. I hope they release them on 4K individually because that volume one uh, where I was going with this, uh, once they go out of print, some of this stuff, it goes for ridiculous prices. So, like I said, I got volume two for 75 at a discount, which kind of tells me that it's getting ready to go out of print uh, because they're kind of trying to get rid of their inventory now with it, which I think is what they did with volume one, because uh, I think it got down to like $100, uh, regular retail, the same price, but now it goes on eBay because it's out of print for like $399. Three hundred wow. to four hundred dollars. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. What? So, do you kind of remember some of the titles in that volume one? I'd be uh, kind of curious. Y- yeah, it was. Um, there were and this six. Was still Columbia, right? It, it was Columbia Pictures. It was their first volume. So Sony uh, bought Columbia Classics and released these, and they're really good. Like I would say, they're the best uh, box set of like classic movies that are out there right now. Uh, yeah. they, they do it the right way. So it comes with individual uh, 4K uh, discs in with slip covers in this box case. So they're all individually in their own cases, which is nice. A lot of people don't, uh, like when they put together these sets, don't really do that. They just put them like in a digibook or something like that. But yeah. the they do this set right. And I wish I would have gotten, uh, that first one. So the one, uh, volume one, it had Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Like I had mentioned, it had Dr. Strange love. It had a league of their own. It also had, which this was the one that everyone was wanting, uh, because it's such a classic movie, uh, Lawrence of Arabia on 4k. Yeah. It had Gandhi on 4k and it had Jerry Maguire on 4k, those six movies with 17 discs. So yeah, wow. it ranges from anywhere from three hundred bucks to like ones that are selling three three to four hundred dollars for that collection. So, like I was saying, things go out of print and they become pretty valuable in your collection, and sometimes you don't realize it, and then it becomes hard to get. I know we've talked like about the Halloween sets in the past, and those were releases back in like twenty fourteen from Scream Factory that you could get for like a hundred bucks. I remember seeing the disc set for like 25 at the time back then but i wasn't really collecting a lot um really not at all that back in 2014 2015 um and now those things go for like the 10 disc collection 150 bucks the 15 disc collection 300 400 as well it's just crazy the prices of some of these things when they go out of print oh yeah you never know what you could be sitting on because yeah when they're out of print they they're it's whatever's out there on the market is what's out there. There's, there's, they're not, you know, make them anymore. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, so I ain't going to probably share everything I got. Cause I did a lot of like end of year, 
kind of sales of like the used stores, which had some pretty good sales going on at the time. So I picked up quite a few things. I'll, I'll probably share it over time with uh, reviews and things that we do um, and share kind of where I got it and prices of. But I did pick up another couple of things when Amazon was running a pretty pretty good sale. I got the uh, Resident Evil 4K collection. It was at a really good price. I had like the first one on a Blu-ray, uh, but I ended up getting the complete set um, on 4K. So looking forward to seeing that. And then the one I was really, uh, I've been kind of looking for for a while. It was released by Shout Factory. It was uh, the Herzog collection, Werner Herzog. I don't know if you've ever heard of him and uh, some of his films, but it was, I'd, I'd seen a guy do a review on it. He, he kind of, very unique filmmaker. These are from the seven, starts in 1970 and runs up through, I think 1999 was one of the last films in this collection, but it's got several in it with special features that Shout Factory put together. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. I got it at a pretty good price as well. Um, so those are a few things I've got. What have what have you been picking up recently? So I'm kind of yeah in the same boat as you. I towards the end of the year I kind of went on a buying splurge and i yeah i added way more than what i need to my collection but uh, yeah i'll share a few i'll highlight a couple so you know we always talk about all these boutique labels and one day i was kind of online looking i was trying to just browse see if i could find any other boutique labels and i came across one that i'd never heard before and i wanted to check it out so i just started kind of browsing through their collection and this Boutique label's called uh, KL Studios, uh, short for Kino Lorber. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. I got a couple yeah, things I, from them, too. Recently. Yeah. I never knew they existed, and I got to browse them through their kind of library of films. And, yeah, they kind of they, – they'll pick a lot of films from kind of almost every decade, 70s, 80s, and 90s. But yeah. I picked up a few films from them, um, and they're kind of – kind of classic comedies in a sense so one i picked up is uh, a film has michael j fox in it called uh for love or money because i'm a big michael j fox fan um another one i picked up is called Flami- the flamingo kid that stars matt Dillon. okay um, they, they were they were both kind of in the 80s um and then another film i picked up from was from the 90s early 90s called career opportunities and it's a film by the famous film director john hughes you know he's yeah. famous for all his Teen, teen comedies um yeah. but one but one that i'm i was really excited about was kl studios did a re-release of the classic oliver stone 1993 film uh called nixon uh starring anthony hopkins and they put oh, a yeah. like it, it's the release that it has like two audio commentaries with oliver stone but it's got a brand new all brand new audio commentary with a film historian. So I was really wanting to get my hands on that because that's one of my favorite films. Um, and then one film I'm kind of disappointed in. So Criterion, the Criterion Collection, the mm-hmm. Boutique Label, uh, they put out, it came out right before Thanksgiving and I did the pre-order for it. And, you know, I got it. Uh, I think they had a limited limited quantity, but I, I received it in the mail. Um, it was like the second week of December. I got the classic um 
Citizen Kane. Oh, on, uh, yes. Blu-ray Blue, release. Now, Criterion, they did a 4K release. Yeah. And a Blu-ray. Well, I don't have a 4K player, so you know, I I went and bought the Blu-ray release. Well, come to find out, I I guess I should have waited until I purchased it and read reviews. But I hadn't watched it yet. But reviews were coming back on it that um, there's uh, like a glitch in the Blu-ray disc in that Blu-ray collection where it will play the first 30 minutes of the film and then it'll just won't play at all well so let me tell you i ended up buying i didn't pre-order it i bought it um when it came out and there's a replacement disc program so if, if you're listening to this and if you haven't ryan sent yours in or contacted them you need to check into it because i got the 4k set of uh, yeah. citizen kane and disc one of the blu-ray will get 30 minutes in and then it'll play but like the contrast and it, it, it just changes. So there was uh, an issue with the quality of the film that they shouldn't have put out, should have got caught in the QCQA um, and then should have been fixed before they sold them. Like I was in yeah. Barnes and Noble uh, right around that same time when it got released and they pulled everything off the shelf and sent it back in. Now the, yeah. the bad thing about it, they've got a replacement a disc replacement program set up, but it's a little more cumbersome than like shout factory or like aero video. Cause I've had to get some replacement discs for shout factory, which I think shout factory is probably the worst of like putting quality, bad quality out and then having to do replacements uh, for some of the issues that they've put out. I mean, they are the best in customer service. Like they'll take care of it quickly. You just send them your receipt or, or proof of purchase and they send you out a new disc in like no time. Um, same with Arrow. I got the Donnie Darko 4K set. There was an issue with it. They had sent it out quickly. Let me know it was going to be um, like a couple weeks and then you should get it. Well, I did. Well, Criterion, you have to actually break the disc Write your name on a piece of paper with your receipt and the date of, of whatever date it was that you got it, broke the disc, and send them yeah. a picture. Because at first, like, there's two options. At first, they wanted you to send that disc back to them. So you have to mail it back to them so they can mail you a replacement. And then they finally uh, came out with the second option where you can show a picture of uh, a broken disc with your name and date and all that with your receipt and they'll send you a new disc which that's what i've done i've not gotten the disc yet but apparently they'll send you like a ten dollar uh, gift certificate or gift card with that because of uh, the mistake that they've made but like they're known for high quality and they shouldn't have put something out like that but yes i i've know what you're talking about and you need to check into the replacement disc option yeah yeah and i had yeah i've, I've read what they uh, put on on their website i just yeah i haven't gotten around to it but i plan on doing that because it, when they announced that because i kind of follow their release schedule on certain like every month they'll put out like what they have upcoming and they had that on their on their release schedule and, because that's one of the greatest films of all time so oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was really looking forward to owning that especially in that criterion collection so but yeah i plan on um, going through that whole process, but yeah, it is. It's frustrating when you, you think that's something that should have easily been caught 
because they produce thousands of these discs and yeah. it they're all you know at fault i mean they're all glitched so yeah so, that yeah. is that is um let's talk about that just a little bit because what concerns me with that like they're putting out it makes me wonder what their quality control is like because um you see a lot of that coming out from some of these boutique labels and what concerns me is the replacement discs that they have to do i mean that's eating away at their profits so i mean yeah they, they could yeah. only i think do that for now criterion's bit a, a big company and have been doing this a long time they were like one of the first boutique type labels um to come out and do the quality that they have done so it doesn't hurt them as bad uh, shout factory same thing they're pretty big um so i mean it's just I would hope that they get a handle on that because it only hurts physical media when they have to go back and re-release this stuff. I mean, if as a if I was a business owner of of one of these uh, physical media companies, I I don't, wouldn't want to um, continue to see that happen because it's eaten away at at your profits. Like I said, but also if you're releasing it on a digital platform or streaming type service you don't have those issues in cost of reproduction of physical disc and cases right. and stuff like that that you would have to do so i hope that they get get it together a little bit better because um, i know they're putting a lot out but if they put out a lot of stuff in bad quality and have to reproduce a lot of that it's only going to hurt physical media in the long run i think right yeah it definitely will. Uh, it, just, it just, I don't know, with a lot of customers who are loyal and who continue to buy from these labels, yeah, it just puts kind of a you know, bad taste in their mouth. But um, do we have time? I have just one more I wanted to share real quick. Yeah, for sure. So uh, an, another one of, kind of one of my favorite films of all time is uh, another film by Oliver Stone. It's called, uh, it's called JFK. And uh, years ago, I mean, years ago, when I first bought a copy of JFK, it, it's just a DVD version. But mm-hmm. I, I'd watched it so many times. And I think over the years, um, it, I don't know, something because I tried to watch it maybe a year ago or something. And it and it skips real bad now. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to buy a new copy. Yeah. Well, last summer, I was kind of looking online, mainly Amazon, and I came across a real neat um, I think it came out just a couple of years ago, but it's a real neat Blu-ray release of JFK, and it's a real neat-looking digi book. And I'm like, oh, I got to have that. Well, when I came across it on Amazon last summer, I mean, it was going for way too much than what I was wanting to pay for. I mean, I, I found a used one for like $140, and I wasn't mm. going to pay that one movie. Yeah. Well, a couple weeks ago, uh, uh, a company that I buy from quite a bit um, called HP Movies – they have a store there on Amazon. They had a, a brand new sealed copy for uh, forty five bucks, so I snatched it up a couple weeks ago, and I'm nice. glad I did. Cool. Yeah. So, but things like that, like films like that, when they put them out in neat releases, like like this one, like in this digi book, it's got a little book inside it. It's really neat to have because it's it, it, especially if it's a film that you, you just watch over and over again. It's something to really you know have in your collection. Yeah, I think so. my cop. I've similar here i've just got a i actually watched it not too long ago a dvd uh-huh. copy of it so it'd be nice to get a 
better quality. Yeah. And that's something yeah. uh, I think we ought to talk about, which um, I don't think we'll do it on this one, uh, but an upcoming episode for uh, you to look forward to, listeners, is on film quality because we're seeing a lot of things being released on 4K, a lot of what I've still got in my collection's DVD, uh, the biggest majority of it being Blu-ray. And I think it'd be good to kind of talk about film quality, not just visually, but also sound. So I think that will be one of our uh, early episodes for uh, season two as well. So be looking forward to that because I, I do think it is a good kind of discussion point. Is is some of the films that are being released, are they worth the upgrade uh, to a 4K if you've got a 4K player? Is a DVD worth the upgrade to a Blu-ray? Uh, so I think that'll be a good episode to really touch on qualities and maybe even uh, kind of talk a little bit further about some of the quality control issues that we've been just talking about a little bit too, and then make sure we share uh, with those that are listening, if you do have some of those films, the replacement disc options that are available to you. So be looking forward to that episode. All right, let's jump into uh, kind of what I, the conversation we've been having kind of leads us into this. Um, anyways, what are we looking forward to in 2022 in regards to releases? I think um, this could, we could talk quite a while about it, but just yeah. maybe the first, I don't know, first quarter of the year, what are we looking forward to in regards to physical media releases? And then also, um, I want to touch on what we looking forward to hitting the movie theaters, because we've got as we've talked about before on previous episodes, uh, we've got some of the, some new releases hitting the theaters that are tiebacks to some originals back in the 70s and 90s that I know we're both going to be looking forward to that I think we'll want to touch on. But what are you looking forward to, Ryan, in regards to physical media releases that are coming up over the next few months? Okay, so, yeah, I've got kind of one right off the top of my head. It was a film that came out in the it was like the late 80s um the reason i bring it up is because it, it just it always stuck with me um it's one of my again another one of my favorite films of all time um it's a film that stars uh mark Harmon, who he found his fame from the famous show ncis mm -hmm. but it was a little little it, it, it had a small budget but it was a little comedy called uh, summer school and shout factory yes. is going to be february a big blu-ray release on it so i'm super excited about it because i've worn out my dvd copy i've watched this movie hundreds of times so i'm really pumped about it yeah that is a that is a big release that i had uh seen as well so i've pre-ordered it have you pre-ordered yeah. off uh shout factory <laughs> so they had released a few titles right at the same time that was one of the big ones that a lot of people were looking forward to and then i picked pre-ordered a couple others along with it one is uh the howling on 4k that uh -huh. is getting a release i think that one's hitting february as well i don't have my list in front of me here i, I believe it's february it's coming up i'll get to it here in a minute to confirm so shout they're gonna put out another i i don't i don't know if it's coming out this month or I, I think it is this month, or might, might have came out last month. But you remember the movie, um, the classic comedy with uh, Jim Carrey, Liar, Liar? Yes, Shout that yeah, that 
that was one that. I'm picking up as well. I think it is January um, that yeah. that one comes out. I'm actually pulling up uh, Shout's website right now. But yes, I pre-ordered that one because it's like the 25th anniversary. Is that right? I think it is. Yeah, I think it came out in 97. So it should be, yeah, 25th. 25th, yeah. yep. That's what it says. Yeah, so it comes out on January 18th. That was one I pre-ordered with um, Summer School, which comes out on February 8th. The yeah. Howling is February 15th, which that's a 4K Blu-ray collector's edition. And then there were two others that I pre-ordered. I've not watched them, but I've heard a lot of people uh, were anticipating and uh, are liking that these are getting getting a release. One's on 4K, one's on a, a Blu-ray. Uh and that's Alligator and Alligator 2. Alligator is coming out on yeah. 4K as a collector's edition, and Alligator 2 is being released on Blu-ray only. So I pre-ordered those as well. So I've got a few things coming from Shout. Yeah, it, uh, yeah it's always exciting to see with these boutique labels what, what they're kind of upcoming release schedule is going to be because, yeah, about every month they're, they're always putting out uh, – new physical media in in uh, multiple films so yeah it's yeah, it's kind of exciting in these first couple months yeah so one other that is not shout but i had pre-ordered it from best buy as a steelbook the day that i watched the movie in theaters and it comes out on january 11th yeah. <clears throat> and that is halloween kills the extended cut yeah, yeah that's gonna be um I'm kind of, yeah, anticipate. I'm really excited to see their, uh, and I think they're going to add an alternate ending. If yes, I'm wrong. I, yeah, yeah, there's a yeah, there's some extra scenes and then an alternate ending that they're um, adding to it as well. So yeah, I've got that pre-ordered. Um, actually, just before hopping on tonight, I've not pre-ordered it yet because I wanted to see it first. We just got back from the theaters from watching. Spider-Man No Way Home and it is a good movie so I would recommend if you haven't seen it yet to go out and check it out uh, you're not going to be disappointed um, so I think that is one that I may look to pre-order as well because I think it is set for a March release date I believe uh, I have to confirm that one too but I know they've got it up for pre-order right now as a uh, steelbook as well with Best Buy. So that may be another one that I pick up. Do we want to kind of touch on as well uh, uh, what's coming to the theaters too? Here in that? just a little bit, but let's keep going on the physical media release side. Do you? So a movie that I have, uh, I'm sure I've watched it, but it's probably been a long time ago. And I was kind of surprised, I guess, a little bit to see it getting a 4K release, but I think it is coming up on an anniversary as well, uh, maybe the 30th anniversary, uh, and it stars Tupac, uh, and it's Juice. It's coming out on a release with a steelbook really? uh, pre-order release through Best Buy. So I've not pre-ordered it yet, but i kind of looking at it. I've had it in the cart. Um, I think I may end up picking it up as well. It's releasing on January 11th. Yeah, the uh, and I know. So, because you were earlier talking about the 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 
collection of that Columbia pictures that um, you picked up. There's an see that's what I like too about some of these studios. Uh, there's another studio out there. It's called something Scope Pictures or something Scope Studios. They have out a kind of a big collection too. That's I've seen it uh, every time I get on Amazon. I, I kind of see it come across my screen. Um, I don't know if it's a Blu-ray or a 4K release, but it's it's something like Sean Scope Pictures or hmm. something Scope Studios. But it's a it's like a bundle collection of multiple films from that studio. Okay. But but what what I'm getting at though is I'm, you're starting to see that with some of these uh, studios because um, they know they can you know pull take back pull back some of these old films and do a a huge big new scan on them and and put them out there in these collections. Yeah, but yeah, I remember the name of it. But it's a it was a big studio back in the day. Um, another big one coming out in. March, uh, let's see. I think it's Arrow Video is an American Werewolf in London hitting yep. HDR 4K. Yeah, yeah collection. 4K. Yeah, it. Uh, I think it's going for like was it like I think it's like six fifty nine. I think sixty. Yeah, fifty nine. They've announced yeah. it. And, and just a year ago, they put out that big uh, Blu-ray collection. Uh, yeah. Are they able to get it? Yeah, that's such a great film. Yeah, and they've got as well in another limited edition collection coming to 4K on uh, towards the end of March, March 29th, the RoboCop original oh, yeah. RoboCop in 4K. Wow! So that'd be cool. Yeah, I, yeah, um, yeah. There's so many now that are getting these 4K. Yeah, really, and I'm glad they are. Yep. So we've got, yeah, there's several, um, to look, yeah, just uh, do a Google search and you'll see, uh, probably, I don't know, in just the first three months of this year, there's probably 50, uh, 4Ks that are being released, uh, which is really good news. I mean, that obviously that's a, um, format that's really kind of gaining some ground and, uh, becoming quite popular. I know a lot of the, a lot of people are purchasing and upgrading their Blu-ray players to 4K players and TVs now with uh, being 4K. A lot of them at a really reasonable price. I know well, a lot of people are getting more and more into that format. Well, and you know, it just goes to show you too that I mean, physical media is not going anywhere no. at all. It's just it's growing and growing, and and it's especially with these 4Ks being released now. It's just, it's keeping it alive and I'm, I'm glad to see that. Yeah, for sure. All right. So movies coming out. So yeah, I ended up going to, uh, watch Spider-Man. I, I was hoping to do it sooner than now. Um, uh, but finally was able to get there, uh, kids and, and my wife and we really liked it. It was, it was great. Uh, I recommend it. If you get a chance to go see it, go see it. Um, if you get a chance to pick it up once it's released, pick it up. Uh, it's really a good, a good tie-in. Um, I'll say with the uh, kind of Marvel universe uh, as well as some of the previous releases of Spider-Man. Um, it's it's pretty neat how they how they did this one. I won't spoil anything for anybody, but. Go check it out. But I, yeah. I got a chance to see a couple of the trailers that uh, I'm looking forward to seeing 
in regards to movies hitting the theaters this year. One of them uh, was the new Batman that is coming out to theaters. That looks like it might be pretty interesting. Um, So that was a trailer that dropped, and then the Buzz Lightyear movie, that was another trailer that they had shown on. This one kind of tells the backstory of uh, Buzz Lightyear. So those were the, we went to the small theater, so it wasn't like an AMC where they showed you 20 minutes worth of of yeah. trailers that, of movies that are coming. Um, but a couple of things that I had, uh, I know we're, I'm excited for. One is hitting a streaming platform, not necessarily hitting the big theaters, but a tie back to a great original movie. Um, and another one that is hitting the, the theaters this month early on that is a tie back to a 90s movie uh the one that's hitting the streaming platform is the texas chainsaw massacre uh that netflix is putting out and the the one that's hitting the big screen is scream so are you looking forward to both of those two ryan oh yes definitely yeah the especially with the the scream one it's it you know it's been a few years since they've had it uh, a screen movie Al. i think the last one was over 10 years ago 2011 was when scream 4 uh was released so with this one the big talk was well why why isn't it called scream 5 it's just called scream <laughs> so yeah. and I, a lot of people will gripe about that but I, i'm just glad i'm just glad they're still making a scream uh movie because i've always really liked the original one uh and yeah it just the original one just came up on its 25th anniversary. So, um, yeah, it's going to be neat to see where they take, uh, this, uh, story next. I, obviously they're bringing back pretty much the whole original cast, uh, the main characters from the original. And so, yeah, it's going to be neat to, uh, see this new version. Um, and it, um, yeah, I think it comes out. Yeah. in middle january so it's coming right up yeah yeah i'm looking forward to seeing that one as well so what do you think about the texas chainsaw massacre yeah so texas chainsaw massacre uh there again such a uh the original such a classic horror film for when it came out there was nothing out like it and so it it, it'll be neat to see because they're kind of calling this um kind of doing what they did with the Halloween franchise with this kind of uh, legacy sequel. So this new Texas Chainsaw Massacre will tie in to the original one from 1974 um, that Toby Hooper made. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, and especially having it released on a, um, on a streaming service. You know, it's, that's kind of, kind of innovate. It's kind of, a lot of these studios are kind of doing that now. I, yeah. Now I know, um, you know, it, a lot of people would rather see it released in the theaters, but but yeah, for Netflix to get it, I mean, I think it's a big win for net for yeah. uh, net as a whole. I, that that'll be a big, probably a big streaming. It'll be streamed a lot, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'd say so. I'm gonna check it out. That, that is being released February 18th, so. Not too okay. far out, about a month and a half or so. We'll we'll get to uh, get to check that out. So the Batman. Have you got a chance to see um, the trailer for the Batman, which drops 
March 4th or is released March 4th? Yeah, March 4th. Yes, yes, I did. And I'm telling you what, the, it's this version, because we've seen many, many different versions of Batman. And mm-hmm. it, like I'll always say, it, I mean, it's a Batman movie. So, yes, of course. I definitely do want to see it, but it, it'll, yeah, I'm really interested in seeing how, um, uh, yeah, how, how he plays the character, but yeah, the, the, the kind of, yeah, the teaser trailer for it, it was really good. So, um, yeah, I plan on definitely catching it in theaters. Um, um, the, there was another one that I, I take that back. There was a third trailer, um, that they did show that I forgot about now until I kind of scrolling through these, but it's been one that I think has been in filming for quite some time now. And that's Top Gun. Have What are, what are your thoughts oh, on okay. Top yeah. Gun, which I, it's release dates May 27th. Yeah. And this is, it. this is a true sequel, right? If I'm yep. correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Starring Tom Cruise there again. I mean, it's smart by that, whatever studios producing this i mean they're going back to a classic film from the 80s i mean the yeah. 80s that was a dec- that was the decade that a lot of these franchises were born in so absolutely i don't blame them one bit so and and yes i have yeah i've seen i've seen the first top gun and and it was yeah it's classic tom cruise film from the 80s so yeah. it'll be interesting on 1986 so 30 years since uh the sequel yeah so yeah, it'll be interesting on uh, where they take that character, and it's it's always neat to pick up you know years later uh, when they when there's such a huge span between an original film and its sequel. It's always neat to pick up that story yeah. all these years later. Yeah, I can't uh, believe it's been over thirty years since that. It's crazy. Long time, yeah, a long time. So another one that is coming out in June on June tenth is Jurassic World Dominion. Yes, which I've not yeah. watched the trailer for that one. They, I can't remember this. It was a, maybe a month or two ago. They dropped like a teaser, like almost it was like a short film, like a short video. It was like ten minutes. I forget what cable network it was on, but it was like yeah, like ten minutes of kind of a teaser for this new yeah Jurassic uh, World Dominion. And I'll tell you what, yeah, I think they're going. I mean, they're going all out. It's going to be, I think, just on such a bigger, um, the story-wise, such a bigger uh, stage with, because uh, they're bringing back a lot of, a kind of a lot of legacy characters, too, that haven't appeared in Jurassic World yet. Because we saw in, was it uh, the second one they brought back, um, I can't remember his name, but um, he played a, um, he was in Jurassic Park 2. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Jeff, yeah. Or, Jeff, yeah. Jeff Goldblum, they brought him back into the world of, or into this yep. um, story. But anyways, yeah, um, I'm definitely looking forward to Because um, I think this is going to be the ending for this trilogy, if I'm right. Probably, because it looks like they're bringing a lot of them back. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is supposed to end this trill or this story of yeah, Jurassic gotcha. I'm sure here's... Years, you know, year what years from now? I'm sure they'll be putting out more Jurassic related films, but for this oh, yeah. story, in the trilogy, but yeah. yeah, I think with a bang. So then, a week later, Lightyear is supposed to be released, which that'll be 
pretty interesting. I'm sure it'll be a good one. And then in July, we get another movie with tiebacks to the 80s, and that's Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, another key franchise, yeah, from the 80s with Harrison Ford. And, yeah, they. I think this would be their fifth or sixth one in that franchise. So, yeah, and that's – isn't yeah, that was a collection. Didn't you just pick up two as well recently, a 4K release of that? Yeah, I ended up uh, getting, yeah, the, the four-film collection on uh, yeah. Steelbook release, 4K, yeah. But, yeah, that's um, – yeah, they're, these studios, yeah, they're definitely doing something right when they – um, when they have, you know, such a large vault of big, big films from the eighties to yeah. um, pull from. So I'm, yeah, I'm digging that, that they're kind of dipping into the eighties. So yeah, so, a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Here's another one. Salem's lot is getting a new take. Have you really? seen that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking through the, re- the that, release list, uh, September 9th. Okay. So kind of come up on the Halloween season next year. Yeah, or so this it- so a new take on Stephen uh, King's vampire tale from Warner Brothers. Yeah, that'd be that'd be. I did not know that. I didn't know they were gonna. I'm gonna have so to. Must, yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna have to look into that. See what that's gonna be like. I'm sure it'll probably be a pretty decent one. And then Mission Mission Impossible Seven comes out September 30th. Wow. Yeah. Another um, cruise movie. Yeah, and then. Uh, the big anticipated movie that ends this Halloween uh, trilogy, October 14th, which we'll see Jamie Lee Curtis take on Michael Myers for what we're supposed to find out to be the last time. This is supposed to Uh, end it all, I guess. So we'll see. Probably that will probably be the most anticipated. I know for me, the most anticipated film of the year. So, yeah. Yeah. And then looks like Creed 3, November 23rd of 2022. Then we've got Avatar 2, which I know Avatar was a big movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Avatar 2 coming out December 16th. And I think they had already shot, shot multiple sequels. I think they've already shot Avatar 2, 3, and 4. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they they've been working on these the last ten years, I think. Yeah. So, and there's several of others between those, but those are some of the big ones for this year. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like the year's going to be full of uh, big box office, big budget movies to go see, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, and full of. Uh... Gosh, everywhere, full of physical media releases, full of streaming service uh, updates and new releases there. So I think 2022 is going to be a good year for entertainment. A lot of things coming back. Um, Obviously, we're not completely through the pandemic, but definitely can see a lot of a lot of things getting released again. And it was it's good to get back into the theaters, I'd have to say. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, um anything uh in closing for this being our first episode of season two i know we've got a lot of things to look forward to we've got just kind of an update on some of the stuff that's going to be dropping here soon um we do have a good discussion coming up uh where we talk about soundtracks of a lot of these good movies um i'd already mentioned earlier we've got an episode where we're going to talk all things sports in some of the movies that we enjoy um also kind of teased out 
what we're going to be talking about with film qualities. Um, gosh, we've got all kinds of stuff in store for you for this season. I know we had um, just a few episodes in season one since we were just kind of getting started. Season, season two will be a full slate of episodes for you this year um, with That's probably some nice. bonus content along the way. Um, we will also be doing some movie commentaries uh we'll continue to do movie reviews and obviously keep you updated on uh our collections as those kind of get built out so be looking forward to a year and a new season uh a lot of good discussions about physical media um as you know we enjoy the 70s 80s and 90s and we touch on some of the new stuff because a lot of the new stuff uh, like we've talked about, ties back to those decades um, and those being ones we enjoy the most. So anything yeah. else in closing, Ryan, as we wrap up uh, episode one of season two? Well, I just want to say real quick, yeah, since it's the start of a brand new year, if people are kind of possibly on the fence or kind of thinking about wanting to start a collection or build on to their collection that know that there is yeah there's just so much physical great i mean great physical media out there and i mean it's easy to find just right online i mean there's just everywhere from these different boutique labels to uh, amazon to ebay i mean or even going to a local used store or even a yard setup you just don't know what you're going to come across and like you t said earlier you don't know what it's worth so so yeah i think um you know people um, yeah, if they're wanting to start a collection or continue, just, you know, don't, don't be afraid to buy that. If, if, if it's something you're, you know, really wanting and you know, you gotta have it, you gotta have it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's always uh, nice. Like we always say, it's nice to go, uh, be able to go pull something off the shelf that you want to watch and you can watch endless times where, where those discs out, like Ryan's done with a few <laughs> of his movies, um, yeah. and keep physical media alive. You know, that's the way to keep, uh, physical media going by supporting the boutique labels that are investing quite a bit of money into making sure these uh, these timeless titles get released on a physical format that we can enjoy for a long time. So definitely good points there. So until next time, keep collecting, keep pulling things off the shelves, and uh, keep our conversation going about entertainment. Give us a like, uh, subscribe, share our content. That way the word gets out even more so. And uh, definitely subscribing gets you all the latest episodes, uh, which we'll have a lot to hit you with over this next year. So until the next episode, you guys enjoy physical media, enjoy entertainment, and we'll catch you later. <laughs>